Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Resurgence, Episode 6, The Gathering. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Having successfully completed their basic combat training and much of their theoretical learning, our young Padawans Kai and Aiden are taken to Ilum to unite with their lightsaber crystal, a long-standing tradition in the Jedi Order. On Coruscant, Senator Weber prepares to embark on her relief mission to Droman Kaz. All the while, Darth Tankiel moves swiftly to return to her fellow Sith. Simultaneously far across the galaxy, Darth Taimu attempts to make the Sith ultimate weapon more powerful. Hidden. Across the galaxy in the Malachor system, Tihar's fleet gathers in wait for orders as shuttles packed to the brim with soldiers and supplies make rendezvous with many vessels in orbit. Even more so that those shuttles are followed by free vessels who wish to join the fleet under a new Sith rule. With each passing day, Tihar's forces grow in size, soon to rival the firepower of the Republic in its entirety. It is here that Darth Taimu conducts his research into the dark side of the Force and builds the powerful weapons that could give Tihar his advantage that he so desperately seeks. Days and nights I have worked. Closer to a solution, nowhere near am I. I am certain with time, my lord, that we can come up with a solution. There must be a way to increase the potency of your weapon without the use of a holocron. Confident you are. I have faith in you, my lord, as does our leader. You haven't failed him yet. Likely afraid of him more. Worried we shall fail, aren't you? While our leader certainly displays a certain level of intimidation, You've proven yourself capable, my lord. Your weapon designs have proven themselves capable. Even this vessel we're standing upon was designed by yourself. Constructing this vessel a small feat compared to the weapon. Perhaps we should tackle this from a different angle, my lord. Suggestion you have. We know the weapon functions by way of drawing tachyons into the compression chamber through the use of kyber crystals. What if we were to add another power source into the mix? Handful of elements we can choose from. Which one to use would you pick? It's not an element, 
In fact, it's the lack thereof that I believe we should use. Antimatter, you suggest? Precisely. If we channel antimatter into the compression chamber during the charging sequence, we could theoretically see an increase in potency from the kyber crystal reaction. Dangerous course, the suggestion. Too much power. Destroyed we may be. Perhaps the good captain could keep his suggestions to himself, as he should know his place. Lady Zukil, I didn't know you planned to join us. I actually hadn't planned to until I happened to overhear your insane suggestion. Are you trying to kill us all? Absolutely not, milady. We've exhausted all known elements and possibilities of channeling excess power to the weapon. It's time we started exploring unorthodox methods of increasing power. Correct, the captain is. And the option of increasing the number of kyber crystals can't be considered? Destruction, the goal is not. Kyber crystals, destroy the surface they will. People only is our goal. With the introduction of antimatter, we can control the amount of energy we channel into the weapon. Not to mention, it's ultimately an unending resource. We don't need much in order to produce an unlimited supply of antimatter. Very well. However, if this should fail, Captain, I'll have your head. Your predecessor couldn't quite learn that simple rule. Don't go above me to your betters with suggestions that could get you killed. Now get out of my sight before I decide I've had enough of you. As you wish, milady. My lord, good day. Hard on him must you be. The suggestion, valid it was. He is my subordinate. If he had a suggestion, he should have given it to me. Out of hand dismissed it, you would have. Your equal he is not, you believe. I am a Sith Lord. He is nothing but a servant. A high-ranking one, but a servant nonetheless. One easily replaced, should his usefulness run out. Dismiss them so easily you should not. Their uses they all have. Experience, talent, creativity. Come in spades, they do. They're nothing. Barely more intelligent than livestock. They should be grateful we tolerate their existence as it is. To elevate them above their station. Ugh. It sickens me, Taimu. Take on the universe alone. You cannot. How dare you presume to tell me what I can and cannot do? Your arrogance, hatred, blinds you it does. Your weakness it reveals. You, who barely stand to my knee, presume to know me so well. Perhaps I should put you in your place as well. <laughs> Foolish to do so would be. Size matters not. Are you willing to stake your life on that claim? <laughs> Amusing. Do you think you can threaten me with a lightsaber? In a single moment, Zukiel is catapulted across the room as Taimu blasts her backwards with a force push unlike seen before. Her body slams against the nearby bulkhead. Barely skipping a beat, 
Taimu lifts Zukiel off of her feet and holds her suspended in mid-air. <laughs> Overpower me one day you may, but today it is not. Fletchling you are in the ways of the Force. You dare let me down Your this- place, learn if you will. Promise you I do. Put her down, Taimu. I cannot afford to have you losing control. Lesson to be taught. Yes, lesson must be learned. Let her go. Trouble she remains. What purpose have you in sparing her? What she lacks in foresight, she makes up for in tenacity. Let her down. Now. Very well. Today she lives. Wish to speak to me, do you? I have received information from Tankiel about a relief mission being put together by the Republic. Are the repairs to the Malevolence complete? Very soon they will be. New soldiers arrive daily, assisting they have been. <laughs> Very good. Once you are done with Zukiel here, I wish for her to assume command of the Malevolence. How many ships have we gathered here? Two hundred small craft, fifteen capital class we have now. The Iniquitous and Infernal be our only dreadnought ships. What about progress on the weapon? Have you found a way to increase its potency? An interesting solution proposed it has been. Captain Barius it comes from. <laughs> they want to add antimatter into the weapon. Very interesting indeed. Do you believe this solution can work, Taimu? Merit the idea has. Necessary testing will be. Yes. We shall take our fleet in force to the Dromenkar system. It is there that we will test our weapon and make our first strike against the Republic. During the attack, we must ensure the capture of Senator Weber and bring her safely to my ship. We will use her to draw out the Jedi and their Padawans. I will accept no failures. Our time rises. Prepare the fleet! Across the galaxy, the Logan Star touches down on the icy world of Ilum, the planet to which all aspiring Jedi must travel in order to complete their lightsabers. By undergoing an ancient rite, in which they seek out the crystals that seat in the heart of their hilt, a kyber crystal. Lowering the cargo ramp, Kai, Aiden, Somus, and Teresa disembark the Logan Star and are immediately greeted with a blast of icy cold wind that could knock over a smaller person easily. Have I mentioned how much I hate the cold? Only about a million times! Can anyone see the entrance? It should be right in front of you. Keep walking, you'll find it. 
I find myself agreeing with Kai. Did we absolutely need to arrive in the middle of a blizzard? We didn't exactly have much time. Our pupils need their lightsabers before we embark on the mission. What sense would it be in taking them without- Ow! I found the door! And I think I broke my nose doing it! You can't see three feet out here! Open the door! We'll get inside and we can begin! The massive ice sculpture that is the door to the Ilum Sanctuary opened slowly with a loud screech. The four enter the temple and gaze around the enormous ice-carved enclosure where the outer walls were ringed with statues of Jedi of the ancient days. A large, ornate sculpture hangs from the ceiling, reflecting what little sunlight managed to pierce the storm outside. And on the far side, a single elevated dais sits before a door, darkened by the caverns beyond. Well, it's not much warmer in here, but at least I don't have snow whipping in my face anymore. Just look at this place. It's huge. This must have taken hundreds of, no, thousands of years to carve. Would you believe we actually don't know much about the origins of this temple? Just that it's been used for many generations of Jedi to obtain their lightsaber crystals. Given how much information we've soaked up over the last few weeks, I believe it. There's more holes in the Jedi histories than a moth-eaten cloak. As in your training, which I still feel is being rushed much too quickly. Time has not been on our side. In fact, it has been against us entirely. We have little choice but to press forward. Then we should begin and be underway. Though I still have my reservations. I understand, but we must continue. Aiden, Kai, over here. Are we starting? Yes, Aiden. However, you need to know some things before entering the Crystal Chamber. Unlike your previous instruction, you both must undertake this journey into the caves alone. It is here you will be tested and find the connection to your Kyber Crystal. You'll be guided by the Force, but be wary. The cave can be dangerous. You'll need to use all of your training to reach the end of your journey. Your connection to your Kyber Crystal will guide you. Though you may not know it directly, you will need to trust your instincts and let your feelings guide you. Okay, but what if we're in trouble? Surely you'll step in if something goes wrong. Living would certainly be a nice outcome, wouldn't it? Only in the most dire of circumstances, but that doesn't typically happen within the cave. You'll succeed. I have faith in you both. Is there anything else we'll need to know? Only that you must complete this trial before the end of the day. If you don't, the snowfall will seal the cavern entrance behind you. Even with the Force, it would take time to unseal it again. Time that we simply do not have. We understand, Master Summers. We'll get it done. We've got this, Master. Bet on it. Then enter the cave, and return to us when you've retrieved your crystals. May the Force be with you both. We got this, Aiden. Let's go. I'm right behind you, Kai. 
Entering the crystal cave, Kai and Aiden branch off into their own respective paths, allowing the Force to guide them. However, in the cave, the Force can shift and misbehave. Both students begin to experience odd happenings, visions of past and present, familiar people and unknowns being created by the mind. This is going to be difficult. You seem uncertain, young one. You? You're here too? What is up with this cave? Yes and no. I am part of the living force. But you were inside the holocron. How can you be here? My essence from when I was alive is locked inside of the holocron. My living force spirit is out amongst the universe, protecting the balance. But why are you here, in this moment specifically? You could call us a guide during this challenge you face. Or perhaps I'm just a figment of your imagination. It's certainly your choice. Considering what I've seen thus far, I'll take the help. This cave is dragging up memories I'd prefer to leave forgotten. What memories would those be? I'd prefer not to dwell on them. They simply remind me of who I used to be, and not who I am. And who are you, Kai Aaron? I'm not sure I understand what you mean. Who are you? Are you an adventurous boy who dreams of escape? Are you a Jedi in training, a potential defender of the galaxy? Or do you feel the pull of the dark side of the Force, tempting you with all the power you so crave? I would like to believe the second. I want to be better than I was, than I am. I can certainly feel the pull on both sides. But I still wish for a life of adventure, of worth, excitement. So, who are you? Well, I'm all of them, I guess. I can sense the conflict in you, young one. I just... I guess I don't truly know who I want to be anymore. Everything has happened so fast. Some things worth undertaking are often forced upon those who are least expecting it. It's how we deal with what we're being given that defines us. Does it make me a bad person that a part of me wishes this all wasn't involving me? Not at all, young Kai. To doubt ourselves is what makes us... Well, I was going to say human, but I guess sentient would make I just feel I have to prove myself. I'm... Speak your mind, young one. I promise you, whatever is said here will not leave this cave. This is your trial and yours alone. I'm afraid that if I fail, everyone will leave. Again. Again? When I was much younger, my family, my entire family was killed. I was taken in by family who... They weren't the kindest people around. They would drink away everything they earned, leaving me to fend for myself more often than not. And if that wasn't bad enough... They would take their frustrations out on you. That's right. And I didn't do a damn thing to deserve it. 
So I learned to fend for myself. And now I'm in this situation, forced to depend on other people whether I like it or not. All because I have some sort of special connection to, well, you. Why did you pick me? Me, of all people, you picked me. Me, me, me. You're quite a self-centered individual, young one. It was my essence that picked you, not me. An individual of certain characteristics and traits was to be chosen in the event that the living force had begun to become unbalanced. And what were those characteristics? Easily angered? Idiocy? Loyalty and kindness. I, um... What? You may have depended on yourself for the longest of times, but you never intentionally harmed your closest friend, Iden. In fact, you've remained loyal to no one else. Why is that? Iden is a good person. Why would I even want to? He certainly didn't deserve the treatment I was given. Iden did nothing for you. In fact, he kept his whole past hidden from you. He lied. I'm certain he had his reasons to keep it from me. For all he knew, I could have tried to use him to get money or some other crazy scheme. You know that is horribly incorrect, Kai. You know he looked down on you like a rat in the street. And how would you know? You're just some dead guy cooked up by my imagination, aren't you? And who are you to judge who and what I am? I could ask the same of you. Who are you to judge me? Perhaps my essence was wrong. Maybe you are too foolish to continue. Perhaps I should have picked Aiden instead. At least he can use his brain. You... You're confusing me! Leave me alone! You're nothing! You're just a coward playing a hero! Get... Get away from me! Aiden is a much better choice. He will do what is necessary. That is... If the cave doesn't kill him first... You... Leave him alone! Do you hear me? And what are you going to do about it? Fall to the ground and cower in fear until someone rescues you again? Or have we forgotten about that little fact when you started on this adventure? I was afraid then. I didn't know I could be in such danger. But that was then. This is now. And I refuse to allow Aiden to be harmed! And what have you done to ensure that? You've learned little and accomplished nothing. I'm growing tired of this exchange. You've only proven one thing, that you are incapable of what I envisioned for my holocron. Goodbye, Kai. How dare you? Appear to me and tell me that you're going to be my guide, dredge up some of my most painful memories, threaten my best friend, and now call me a coward and a failure? What exactly is your purpose here? To remind me how much of a waste of space I am? You do a fine job of doing that yourself. Who are you? What is your friend if he means that much to you? Come on, Kai, say it. Aiden is my family. So are the others. I would do anything for them. Defend them to any length even if it costs me my life. Are you satisfied? Do you wish for anything else? 
Have I proven myself to you yet? A long time ago, Kai. And now you've proven it to yourself. Remember that when the times are darkest and all hope feels lost. May the Force continue to be with you, young Padawan. Proceed, Guardian. With a blast of white light, a single pillar of crystal shatters, ejecting shards of white throughout the chamber in which Kai had wandered. Covering his face with his hands, Kai feels none of the shards impacting his body. In confusion, he lowers his arms and blinks his eyes, clearing them from the blast of light. Before him, resting in the center of the standing pillar, sits a single crystal, pulsing with blue light before him. Reaching out, he takes the crystal in his fingers, immediately feeling a rush of energy around him, his connection to the Force becoming clearer than ever as the crystal recognizes its new champion. A smile appears on his lips as he closes his fist around the crystal, and he looked back to where the voice had been, now finding nothing but silence. I... I didn't understand at first, but now I do. Thank you, whoever you are, thank you. Master Vaughn, it's Kai. I've retrieved my lightsaber crystal. Congratulations, Kai. Return to the entry chamber at once. The storm has taken a turn for the worse, and the entryway is sealing faster than expected. Has Aiden returned yet? No, not yet. However, there is still time. I could go after him and- Kai, this is Aiden's challenge to face alone. You cannot interfere, no matter what you are feeling. Trust him. I do. I'm heading back. Be there in five. Kai out. On the far side of the cave, Aiden finds himself alone. Around him stood several large black pillars, littered with green cracks that poured bright beams throughout the room, which bounced on nearly perfect glass-like crystals that made up the majority of the cave. Following the solitary path before him, Aiden approached a large domed area. Before him sat still a lake that acted as a mirror, and in the center, a small island dotted with many crystal pillars sat undisturbed, the pillars of varying color and size. He would reach into one of the satchels on his hip, pulling out a pair of flares and igniting them, tossing one to either side of him and stepping towards the bank of the lake. It's absolutely frigid. How in the world is this lake still in liquid form? You find an absolutely beautiful lake, and your first thought is to question it. Mother? Oh, wait. I'm guessing you are what's known as a Force Projection, brought on by this cave being so naturally attuned to the Force. You would be correct. You certainly are a thorough one. <laughs> I take pride in my studies. Helps to stay informed. I must say, the lake on a frozen planet, this one is certainly stamping me. Oh? And why is that? Well, I don't see any kind of bubbling on the surface indicating some kind of underwater heat vent. Or 
anyway. External heat is keeping the lake in a liquid state. Perhaps you're reading too scientifically into it. That is certainly possible. As much about the Force I don't understand could simply be the way it is because of the will of the Force. Or it could be that this is the lake's natural state and it has a higher freezing point than other fluids. I still believe you're reading too far into it. What do you see? What do I see? Well, it's a lake with what looks like my destination in the center. With no other way to pass in sight, I may need to swim the distance. Though it looks pretty far. Do you see nothing else? Why not try to get closer and look again? Well, I don't see the... Try it. All right. I still don't see the point. Aiden takes several steps, closing the distance between himself and the shoreline, standing only inches from the water's edge and the dry, icy land he found himself on. He would stare for several moments at the island and then at the water. Then, turning back, he would look at the apparition of his mother. I don't see anything different. It's still the same. Look down in front of you. Look down? All I see is my reflection. So in a way, it has changed. But only on the surface. It's still a lake with an island on it. But even the smallest alteration can lead to the biggest change of them all. So you're saying that I'm capable of change? Haven't I already changed? You certainly have. But you're still a small change in the larger universe. Your journey is only just beginning, and it begins with but the smallest of steps. Go on. Step into the water? Any journey begins with the first step. I cannot force you to go. This journey you must begin alone. Farewell, Aiden Weber. The Force will be with you. And here I thought my first steps were taken. Well, I guess I can take one more. Taking only a moment to prepare himself, Aiden raises a foot and lets it hover above the surface. He closes his eyes and leans forward, then plunges directly into the water. What he thought would be only ankle-deep suddenly becomes bottomless, and he begins a deep plunge. Immediately, images flash in his mind. Images of the future. Target the capital. We will not allow the Republic to stand. Foolish the Republic is. Fall they will. Weapon targeted. <laughs> you mustn't. The billions of innocents you would kill just for more power? Under my will, this world will fuel the dark side of the Force. And my new Sith Empire will rule this galaxy once and for all. You can't. They murdered them. How can you sit back and let them live? It's not our way. Don't become what they have. Back off, Aiden. No. I won't let you. You must continue. I will stay behind and hold them off. Go. Not without you, Master. You cannot fight them alone. You make me proud, Aiden. Now go. The others need you. This is my fight. 
We've waited a long time for this, our old master. Come, let your old students teach you the meaning of pain. I can't believe that she's gone. There was nothing more we could do. They were just too much for us. There are others out there. We'll find them. It cannot happen again. We must get better. For her sake, we will. Several flashes of light blind Aiden before he is once again brought back to reality and he emerges from the water. What the hell was that? Aiden! Aiden, come in! Aiden here. What's wrong, Master? The entry is nearly frozen, Aiden. Are you on your way back? Have you retrieved your crystal? I... encountered some. Aiden pauses for a brief moment as he notices green light seeping through the gaps in his fingers. As he opens his hand, sitting gently in the center rests a green kyber crystal. Aiden had no memory of retrieving the crystal, but there it sat. You encountered what? Aiden! Oh, it's nothing, Master. I've got my crystal. I'm on my way. The entry is closing, and we still must assemble your lightsabers. Good work, though, Aiden. You've been listening to Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Resurgence, Episode 6, The Gathering. A Typhon Entertainment Group production, based upon the movie series Star Wars by George Lucas, which is copyright the Walt Disney Company. Starring Chris Van as Kai Aaron, Andrew Latheron as Aiden Weber, Vernon Vincent as Darth Taimu, Tom Antonellis as Captain Barius, Bonnie Bogovich as Darth Zukiel and Darth Tankiel, Heath Martin as Lord Tahar and the narrator, Eric Snyder as Somas, Julia Kennedy as Teresa Vaughn, Mary Ann Stanek as Senator Danilla Weber, Adam Mullen as the voice of the Force. The episode was written and directed by Jeffrey Lincoln, editing and mixing provided by Andrew Latheron. Music is from the Star Wars movie series and Knights of the Old Republic video game series, based on themes by John Williams and Jeremy Soule. Original soundtrack provided by Adam Mullen. Sound effects drawn from the Star Wars films, StarWars.com, and various other sources. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Resurgence is a non-profit fan production created for the enjoyment of the fans. All rights to Star Wars, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, or any other copyrighted works heard within this work are copyright to their original creators. No infringing claims are intended. Through the Force, all things remain in balance. But to what side do they lean? With their successful retrieval of their lightsaber crystals, Kai and Aiden take steps closer to achieving the rank of Padawan. However, darkness grows as Zukil's ambitions grow and the other Sith continue to crush her back down. Next time on Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, Resurgence, Episode 7, Assembly. This episode is dedicated to the memory of Nate, a dear friend taken way too soon. You will always be remembered. 
May the force be with you.